This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's Chris Sheets along with Jacqueline Sweeney. Matt DeBurs is off being a dad. I mean, he's going to be a dad for the rest of his life, but yes. he's taking some... Uh, Getting used to it. Yeah, some bonding time with little Bo, his wife Sam, and they're having a lot of fun. Hey, speaking of a lot of fun, it was an interesting morning as uh, we welcomed uh, legalization of cannabis uh, into our country, something that I think a lot of people, again, for better or worse, never thought they'd ever see. And uh, man, what a day on the radio, Jack. It was a busy one, and I think today was met with a lot of anticipation, both on the side of people that are excited for this. I mean, obviously they've been recreational users. Now it's legal or they're wanting to be users and they're excited to try it for the first time. There's also that party that was very concerned about what the legalization means for us and our families. And one of those concerned people was Kendra Black, a friend of the show and also a, a mom, a concerned mother. Concerned cannabis mother. Well, no, there you go. about cannabis. Yeah. Like she says it when we talk to her, she has never done it. But anyway, let's start the show with that. My kind of party, that could be the theme song for some today. Uh, we'll <laughs> talk about that in the next few moments. Our heart just breaks for poor Lindsay, uh, who is off to teach school. And uh, darn, that cow mood again. She kicked the darn bucket. <sighs> anyway, she's uh, now kicking herself. There's all, oh. uh, I would have kept going. I don't blame her. Anyway, yeah. you just never know what that cow, up to $1,000 instantly, another chance to win with with uh, Greg Reynolds this afternoon on the drive home. Okay, today is a historical day, Jack, to put it mildly, right? Yes, cannabis is legal throughout our entire country. Yeah, and uh, well, let's set this up properly. We have a special guest in studio with us. Um, I, I can uh, 100% say that, um, you know, unless... Uh, I didn't know about it, um, although some people say that all the time, but I've <laughs> I've never done marijuana or cannabis. I understand the uh, the importance from a medical perspective. My grandfather, who uh, went through a, a cancer and unfortunately lost his battle in February, was 92 years old, and he actually uh, was, was on the weed, so to speak, not technically, but for right. the medical uh, purposes of it, and I know it does amazing things for a lot of people. Now, you the same kind of situation as me, right? Yeah, I mean, I just never really had it in my circle of friends. Never in my circle. No. I was never offered it growing up. I never even saw it. I know there was two guys that smoked pot in my class. They were always <laughs> off doing their thing, and we were off doing our thing. That right. was just kind of the way it was. Um, so... But there's a lot of people that do. And uh, over the last number of months, as legalization became closer and closer to actually happening, we had, uh, in my life, I had a lot of, and I, and I don't want to be stereotypical, but it was a lot of concerned moms in, okay. in, in my world, right? And moms were asking a lot of questions, and none of these moms really had experience with it, but they're wondering what this legalization is going to do to the children. And that's what moms do. They, they're caregivers. What does it mean for our families? They care about, exactly. They care about that. And one of those moms that certainly is very, very concerned and, and really, really well researched on this situation is a, a friend, Kendra Black. Thank you for joining us, uh, Kendra. Uh, first of all, you know, how long have you had this concern? <laughs> oh, probably I've been researching this since my kids were in elementary school. Right. Just because of seeing and hearing things that were going on. Right. within the school system and outside the school system. And I've not tried marijuana. I can honestly and truthfully say that. But because it was something that I didn't understand, mm -hmm. I felt that it was my obligation as being a mom to start looking into right. effects and, and concerns. But that was that was a number of years ago. And obviously it was not legal. Right. So there's, there's that. And now it is. And I still think it's a concern that parents should be addressing and, and having open conversations with their children about. 
Yeah, very good point. I said that uh, I still don't think I'll probably ever do marijuana, but I can't say 100%. I would be more likely to do it now that it's legal than I would have been when it was illegal. Not that I'm a, you know, I follow every rule to the T, but it was always, well, it's illegal. I, not that I even got offered it. I almost feel sad about that in a way. Well, it's available in brownies. <laughs> so, <laughs> you so, might. But, but anyway, so I said, you know, now I'm not saying, I'm, I'm still probably very unlikely to try it, but now that it's legal, I'm more likely. And then you made a good point. You said, yeah, what if you were a 14-year-old and now it was legal, right? That yes. is one of your big concerns. Yeah, the 14-year-old can't legally go and purchase it. Of course. But they can't legally go and purchase alcohol either. Right. And yet they're still drinking right. at age 12, 13, 14, or hopefully not yeah. younger. But I'm, you know, I'm not oblivious to that happening we in grade 6. We talked about that last for week sure. on the air. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. The big thing for you is the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it? Being a mom. Oh, right? definitely. I, I just feel that as a mom, I think that more moms, dads, everybody needs to be very open about this with uh, their kids and other kids, uh, just in the what they know and what they don't know but would like to know mm-hmm. and, and have an open conversation with kids and say, you know, are you aware of some of the effects if you do do this? How do you have an open conversation if you've mm. never done it yourself? Like, that's a challenge, right? Isn't it? Do you bring, like, uh, the pot-smoking uncle in? I, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Diagrams, books, I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think, I truthfully think that if you know, uh, you know, you, it, as a mom, if you're talking to your own kids and if your kids are younger, I think that you can ask a, a general question mm-hmm. uh, saying, you know, what do you think would happen if you ever tried marijuana? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think being open that way, your child comes to you with questions. I think it's important that you also find access to older teenagers or mm-hmm. older young adults. Young adults, I won't say older, but even mm-hmm. then older. But I, I, I think that your kids are going to relate to somebody more in that peer group or just a little bit older that they can be open and frank. And, and, and if you're not having a conversation being judgmental, I think that they're more open to ask you those questions that maybe they already have. I wouldn't tell you that I'm judgmental about anybody that smokes marijuana. I, I believe that it's a choice. I like to have wine. I'm, I'm, I drink my wine. Mm-hmm. And I don't want people to judge me that I choose that. Yeah. Um, it's it's always choices, but I am aware of the effects of alcohol and I certainly don't drink and drive. Right. And therein lies another point is that... One of the biggest concerns, right? Yeah. That is a big is one. The, is yeah. is what dri- happens with the driving? Yeah. I remember years ago, probably two or three years ago, we got on the subject. This was before it was legalized and somebody texted us and said dead serious. They said, I'm a better driver when I'm high. And uh, I mean, every statistic says that's physically impossible Mm -hmm. and uh, but there's some people that have that mindset and there's others that have the same mindset about alcohol too right so that's one of the biggest questions is like you know what what's going to happen when people get behind the wheel or I mean I know they're already behind the wheel doing it but is it going to become a bigger issue I don't know if and I I have no um, information on this so I'd have to research this too I don't know if there's a demographic of who uh, the police have pulled over as far as age groups. I would like to believe, and from what I've seen, I do believe that uh, young people are more responsible. They're certainly calling taxis. They're certainly calling Ubers. Mm-hmm. They get their parents to come and get them. There is a designated driver. From my experience, that's what I see a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm very proud that this generation does and has 
taken that those steps more to of a keep responsibility. Themselves. Absolutely, and, and I think it, that started with the parents. Yeah, because it, generations it, yeah. ago yeah. it was like, hey, just uh, knock on the door when you get home, um, and how you get home is and, and not all the time, but you know what I'm right, saying. For I think sure. I think that has changed, and that's a good thing, right? Yeah. For so sure. hopefully that's going to help. But there's a concern with driving high after smoking legal marijuana or eating legal marijuana. Mm-hmm, definitely. All right, Kendra, we're going to hold you there. I promise this hour we're going to let others chime in with uh, answers to these questions. You, as always, are the most important. I'm talking about the listeners. You can text us at 103939 or call us at 780-421-1039. More with Kendra and others as we talk about the legalization of cannabis today, a historical day in Canada coming up in moments. Uh, yeah, a lot of people waking up today are going, okay, how do I get my, uh, for the first time in my life, legal cannabis? And uh, the uh, website shut down because it was so popular. There's lineups across the country. Yes, the federal website for cannabis uh, shut down within eight minutes of it launching. And now they're saying it shut down or it was um, crashed immediately. It just took them eight minutes to tell everyone. So cannabis users, it's not like there's a, a small percentage of them. No, they, they not say, at all. I think statistically 25% of uh, the country actually uses um, uh, cannabis in, in some form. And we're having a discussion this morning about it. Uh, Kendra uh, kicked it off just basically from a mother's perspective. She was very, very concerned. We got an incredible, uh, uh, I guess, uh, another mother's story coming up in just a moment. Uh, but first, Jack, uh, the texts are rolling in. We're not going to be able to get them all on the air, but we're reading them all. And thank you very much yes, at 103939. Please put your name in them too. Yeah, you guys are so smart. This texter says, I personally feel that cannabis is going to be a lot like alcohol. Your kids can't drink alcohol until they're 18 years old, and they will know they can't smoke cannabis until they're 18 years old either. I'm sure when alcohol first got legalized, there was the same sort of issues. People just need to get used to this new age. I personally think that cannabis can really help people and it can help them with their pain and their with with their anxiety. I suffer badly with anxiety and CBD oil as well as cannabis really gets me through the day sometimes. And I'm a mom of two. I don't think I'm a bad mom. I just try to deal so that I can be a great mom. You're not a bad mom at all. Not you know, at for sure all. Not. And we're not, uh, again, the, 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 the medical part of this, nobody's going to, I don't think anybody can argue it anymore. It's absolutely proving that it's working for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the discussion we're having this morning is about kids having it, uh, you know, under the age of 18 illegally and how uh, do we make sure that doesn't happen or at least try to influence them. Laura, you've got a thought. I have four boys and I can honestly say that I had a very proud mom moment when I sat my oldest down who is 15 and described to him my fears and my worries and how marijuana might be legal but so is alcohol and you know he's not allowed to do it until he's 18 and if he ever wants to try it he needs to talk to mom and dad first and it's just like the big vaping epidemic he said yeah you know I've wanted to try it but I knew that it was wrong so I didn't do it it made me feel really good that being open with your kids is something that a lot of parents might not do these kids are smarter well I like to think that some of them are smarter than we give them credit for. Yes. It's just like the generations past that, you know, never thought rock and roll would be, you know, here or yeah. um, it's my parents' generation that are, you know, have this big stigma about marijuana. I mean, right. I'm in the military. I don't do it. I've never done it. And I've had a very honest conversation with my husband saying, are we going to try it? Like, this is... I don't know. Like it, it feels weird because it's never been legal. Uh, good for you to have that discussion. I mean, those discussions are not easy to have. I think they're harder for us to have than they are for the kids to listen to. Um, I think so. Yeah. And when but I started it, talking, he was like, "Oh, I 
he was more open than I thought he would be. So right. It, it made me feel good. You okay. Know, wow. Okay. About vaping at school and the marijuana coming to school. And the sad fact is the kids that are already doing it are the ones that are going to continue doing it. It's right. not just because it's legal that they're going to sneak off and do it. They're already doing it. Right. So open with our kids and let them know that, you know, it's still wrong to do until they're 18 and the boundaries and the effects and some people have good experience some people have bad experience i think we just need to be open-minded yeah like everything else in society yeah but i mean i'm not going to say it's right or wrong i surely never thought that this would happen in my lifetime right it did so we just need to be responsible just like anything else you sound like a great mother that is awesome and that's fantastic advice and it's very very important so there you go don't be afraid to talk to your kids you might be surprised at what they'll say back right yeah give them more credit legalization of cannabis today uh, no doubt about it uh we may never see who knows i mean we never saw this coming in some respects we may never see a day like this again in this country and uh we're we're trying to have a conversation about it kendra black a mother of two uh she had concerns i called them ma'ams at first and uh uh, mothers against marijuana and Kendra said I'm not against no. marijuana she says I'm just concerned about marijuana when it comes to children and right. I think that anybody that's not uh, well, I'm not anyway I, I that, that's our focus today you know is 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 how does this affect your family and in particular uh, your children and uh, we're, we're looking for your, uh, your I guess your input this morning and man the texts are rolling in at 103.939 yes thank you for taking the time I mean these are long thought out texts so thank you for doing this this text Dexter says conversations shouldn't be hard as long as you stay open-minded and don't make the kids feel judged for having tried it or wanting to try it. I believe kids are going to do what they want regardless. So being open and not judgmental could be the difference between your child being open and responsible or being sneaky and getting into a dangerous situations because they don't know better behind your back. There you go. Okay. Thank you for that. And we are actually going to uh, talk to other people on the other side of it. We've got Cam Batley with us. Uh, Thank you for joining us on this busy day. He's from Aurora Cannabis. And uh, Cam, we're talking about uh, the kids in particular, and uh, I'm sure you've still got concerns about uh, you know underage uh, cannabis use. You know what? I'm concerned about the kids at all times. I'm a scout leader for 10 years. I'm a soccer coach for 10 years. I have two kids myself, and I don't want kids using cannabis any more than I want them using alcohol or psychoactive prescription drugs. Right. And in fact, that's a big part of why we want to proceed with regulating uh, and and legalizing cannabis. Right now, Canada has the highest rate of underage youth use of cannabis in the developed world, according to UNICEF, and that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. Um, I speak at high schools in Alberta and elsewhere, uh, talking with kids uh, about cannabis and about what's uh, going to be happening. And one of the questions that I sometimes ask in gyms full of high school students, has anybody tried to sell you cannabis at school? And when I ask that question, most of the hands today go up. Then I ask another question. Has anybody tried to sell you liquor at school? And not a hand goes up. And to me, that's an indication that if we create a well-regulated consumer system that keeps cannabis out of the hands of kids the same way that we do with beer, wine, and liquor, we will actually be able to make progress and reduce the use of cannabis among underage youth. And that is an objective devoutly to be wished for. You know, kids have been getting cannabis from a guy named Kevin, uh, who's selling it out of the trunk of his car. Uh, we need to put Kevin out of business. Uh, and, and we need to move cannabis into legal channels. Cam, you said that you're a father of two. What are you telling 
your children about responsible cannabis use? The first thing is that if they use cannabis before they're of age or alcohol before they're of age, they're in very, very big trouble. I don't want underage kids using intoxicating substances because there is some medical evidence suggesting that it can affect uh, the development of cognition and behavior. Um, But more broadly, uh, we're trying to have an adult conversation. And it's the same conversation that I have with high school kids uh, in you know, venues uh, across Canada and soon elsewhere around the world. Uh, and that is people have to come up with, young people, they have to come up with their own reasons not to use alcohol or cannabis or psychoactive prescription drugs. We can't tell them just say no. It has to be a more nuanced conversation than that. Let's hope that this uh, reduces the chances of it. Uh, more, like I said, I, you, you sound very convincing, and, and and what you say makes sense. And certainly, the overdose and what is in the stuff you buy from Kevin in his trunk and and mm-hmm. things like that makes sense to us because, unfortunately, I mean, we're hearing more and more about overdoses. Uh, you can also put things in your alcohol as well, and and mm-hmm. uh, we just, you know, it's a, it's a frightening time to be a parent. There's no two ways about it, and it always has been in in in, in its own little way, right? So. I think, I think that's the point. For those of us who are parents, it's always frightening. Yeah. We're, always, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're always terrified. And I don't think we're, we stop being terrified when our no. kids are in their 20s and 30s. No, because then they have kids and then you've got grandkids. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> Jack, and Matt. Call us 780-421-1039. Kissing Country 103.9. Casey Musgraves and follow your arrow wherever it points. Uh, we just got a text at 103.939 from somebody ironically named Willie. Uh, great choice of songs on this historic day. Um, not to be a dad fun sponge here, but follow your arrow wherever it points, but please do it safely. Uh, exactly. Because those trips around the sun that Casey Musgraves is talking about, you want to make as many of those as possible in your life. Right? Definitely. So uh, that's what we've talked about this uh, this hour, the uh, huge discussion about uh, legalization of cannabis. This has been uh, incredible. We knew it was a big thing, but you don't realize how big it is until you start seeing the, the hundreds of text messages rolling in. Thousands. The phones, There's a lot. Phones re- ringing off the hook. Uh, people have questions. There's a lot of people that are well experienced when it comes to cannabis, whether for recreational or medicinal. Others have uh, never even seen it. Now, someone made a very good point that said the thing that's missing in this conversation is laws around selling cannabis to minors. They have Mm. definitely changed. It's not like your uncle buying you a six pack of beer and gets a small fine. Someone in Canada is caught selling or giving cannabis to a minor. They could face 14 years in jail and a criminal charge. And they should. Yeah. Okay, that makes complete sense. Okay, um, now you know we're we're gonna this conversation will probably continue for the next number of days and maybe years. Um, mm-hmm. Not necessarily on Kissing Country, but just in 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 Canada. Uh, but we've got uh, again Kendra was the the concerned mother, the concerned mother uh, about uh, marijuana and what it was going to do to our families and in particular our children. And we've got one final really cool guest with us. Uh, tell us who this is, Jack. Yes, this is Raj. Correct. Uh, Raf is it Raf? Yeah, Raph. Sorry, we've got Raf Sukar from Alifia Health. He's a, me- a medicinal cannabis person. And he also worked uh, as a police officer for 34 years. Yes, he did, and so RCMP. One of the biggest uh, things that people are talking about is now uh, impaired driving uh, when, when under the influence of cannabis, which is something that's continued happening already. But now what's going to happen? Uh, you got a thought? The first thing I would say is this. Impaired driving will be a problem with legalization. There's no doubt in my mind. But let's not fool ourselves by thinking that this is a problem that legalization will bring. It may make it worse. I I won't argue that. I'm not sure it will. It may make it worse. But let's not lose sight of the fact that it is a problem now, the day before legalization. 
It was a problem last year and the year before. We, we shouldn't forget also that it's not just cannabis impaired driving that we're talking about. We're talking about uh, impaired driving by opioids. Uh, you know, it's, it's a problem. Again, something that has lived in the shadows. We've, we've put a lot of time and effort into alcohol impaired driving, but we haven't put the same time and effort and resources into opioid impaired driving, into cannabis impaired driving. So once again, bringing it out of the shadows will hopefully, uh, well, well, I'll tell you exactly what it will do and what is already done. You have now new legislation on impaired driving, which will give the police more authorities. You're going to have stiffer penalties. You're going to have money and resources being put into place to identify the proper tools to detect whether or not somebody is impaired uh, by drugs. You will have more uh, officers, police officers, trained on standardized field sobriety testing and drug recognition expertise. So once again, you bring something out of the shadows, resources going. I think the most important message this morning, if we can get it across to not just the kids, but everybody listening, impaired driving is impaired driving. And you're right, it's it's happening now. Hopefully now we will have better ways to monitor it. And you kill somebody when you do something like this, not only do you kill somebody, but you're probably going to go to jail for a long time as well. And, and I think that, that that message needs to be one that, again, we continue to, to tell the, the, the kids in school, the people that are listening to the radio station, and, and everybody else, right? You, you know, there's all sorts of talk about the number of nanograms in the system. Draw a line between somebody that is driving above the limit of uh, THC in their system. Uh, you know, my rule of thumb is if, if you're going to consume cannabis, do not drive. That's what I've heard. And right. I, again, I've never done it, but I've heard somebody will say, yeah, you know what? You can have a beer, but as soon as you uh, ingest any uh, cannabis, you're high and you shouldn't drive. And that's probably, that's, you know, that's from people that are experts in the field because not that they do the driving part, but they do the, uh, the, the cannabis part. And that's probably an important message to, to remind everybody about today. Absolutely, 100%. You're not only putting your own life at risk, but you're putting that of others. If you've consumed cannabis, do not drive. Raf Sukar, I believe you. And I understand, I, I love the fact that you are willing to admit there's some, some uncertainties in all of this. But like you said, after you looked at it all, it's happening anyway. Let's get it out of the shadows. Let's bring it in the forefront. And uh, let's just hope for everybody's sake that it all works out. That's right, Chris. Not quite, but it might feel like a Friday for some. Um, <laughs> it's Dean Brody and Great Big C. Kissing, and Wednesday. <laughs> kissing in the morning. Thank you. Kissing in the morning with uh, Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Uh, Matt DeBurs is off uh, being a dad because he became a dad on uh, Monday, which is uh, really, really exciting. Legalization of cannabis. Holy cow, the discussion just keeps coming. The the, the texts are rolling in about uh, how this is uh, going to affect uh, the world. Uh, and again, it's just like everything. It's like 50% are f- completely for it. The other 50 are like, hey, can't stand the smell, Can't you know, just can't wrap their brains around the whole thing. And it's just going to kind of be that way. But at the end of the day, we just hope it works out. The government gets a whole bunch of tax money and they don't have to raise our taxes to try to enforce it. That's... Somebody said that. Yeah, our taxes aren't going up as if. Yeah. <laughs> One can dream. Karen is with us right now. We're going to play a game called Pot or Not for Brother Os- Brothers Osborne tickets. They're coming to the ranch on uh, Sunday with tickets still available. And uh, Jack, you've got a whole list. Of, you've done research here. Mm-hmm. These are hard hitting, hard hitting research about country music artists that have uh, either uh, partaken in uh, the marijuana in some form or... Or, or they haven't. All right, Karen, are you ready to go? Okay. This is exciting. Some of these may surprise you. Okay. Either way. Go ahead. All right, we'll start you off with an easy one. Karen, Willie Nelson. Pot. Correct. All right, there. Good, okay. What about Toby Keith? Pot. Right. Yeah. He's got the classic song, I'll Never Smoke Weed with Willie Again. 
Apparently, yep. he had quite the experience in his bus. Uh, <laughs> it, it lasted eight months. Okay. Okay, here's a little bit of a curveball for you. Reba McIntyre. She admits she has puffed and passed before and even tried edibles, but says that she didn't care for it too much. And that would explain that grin she's always got. (laughs) Okay. Okay, let's go old school. What about Loretta Lynn? Not. Yes, she has. At the age of 84 for the very first time because doctors gave it to her and she said she didn't like it, but she tried it. There you go. Okay. All right. You're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're 50%. All right. What about Eric Church? Oh, oh yeah. There's a reason he's wearing those glasses. His last, his, his last show, I can't remember if it was at Rexall or it was at Rogers, but yeah, uh, I thought there was n- at least 900 dying skunks in that place. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. And one more just for fun, Florida Georgia line. We just heard from them. Pod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it. <laughs> you're, you're going to Brothers Osborne. We're not sure if they're pot or not. I have a, I have a thought. <laughs> I don't have any quotes from them, so I can't say. If you see the smoke coming up, rising from the ranch before the show, you'll know the answer. You're going to the show Sunday. Thank you. There is Thomas Rhett kissing in the morning with uh, Chris Jack. Uh, Matt is away. It's 820. It's going to be a beautiful day. We haven't talked enough about that because uh, 23 degrees. If today. Matt was here, he would say, Chris, what about the weather? What, what about, about the weather? 23 degrees a little bit later Finally. on. It's going to be pre- pretty incredible. Okay, here's the deal. Uh, we're talking about the legalization of uh, marijuana and in particular, how it's going to affect our kids. You've got almost a two-year-old right now. Mm-hmm. and uh, Scary times. Uh, yeah, you know what? And, and again, uh, marijuana and uh, cannabis has always been, uh, you know, I guess a concern or something that you're going to yeah. have to deal with. Um, but you just wonder if the legalization, we've had some experts basically saying bringing it out of the shadows and, uh, you know, legalizing it is hopefully going to be the best thing that happens for everybody moving forward. Opens the conversation. Yeah. Now, um, we're going live to a school where Carson is. He's 14 years old. He just called and and you said you, you wanted to kind of uh, uh, have a comment on behalf of uh, a kids. Not every kid, but yourself, uh, Carson. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, what, what time does class start, by the way? Uh, it starts at 8.30, so i got another, like, 10 minutes here. Okay, okay. good. We, we probably won't talk to you for 10 minutes, but, <laughs> yeah, but, but anyway. I will be late, that's for sure. No, let's not do that. You sound like a responsible kid. Um, what do you think? How is the legalization of uh, cannabis uh, going to affect you in the school, my friend? I'm not too sure, but uh, I know other people have been using it before, and I just try to stay away from that. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's not going to really affect me. I'm just worried about the secondhand smoke, more of it for myself. Yeah, knowing that I'm not going to use it. Yeah, but I just hope other kids smarten up and uh, do the same. How uh, I don't want you to say where you go to school, but 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 how uh, how how bad is the usage in your school? Do you think, like on a daily basis, is there quite a few kids uh, using uh, cannabis in some form? Uh, not many. I know of like a couple kids in yeah. high school. I'm in junior high, but that have used it uh, before. Um, just seeing on social media, but. Uh, yeah, so not many, I don't think. Yeah, okay. That's All good. Right. That, is a, that is a good sign, sure, for sure. And again, um, I mean, when I went to school, there was two guys. I could say their names right now. We, <laughs> no, don't. We, no, they, they were the two guys. They were our friends, but they, you know, uh, yeah. at, at the party, they would go off and do their own thing. We'd we kind of knew what was going on, but we didn't really go there and check it out. And uh, anyway, you know what? Thank you very much uh, for calling. I think that's pretty awesome that you you took the time to do it. Go to school. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I think that a lot of our people said to, to have an open conversation with your parents. Do you talk pretty openly with your mom and dad about things, Carson? Uh, yeah, we're uh, pretty open and uh, yeah. we share our opinions in there. 
very yeah. similar. So that's yeah. good. Okay. Awesome. Hey, hey, thank you so much for joining us from school. Now, yeah, now get to school and uh, make us proud. <laughs> Happy learning. I'll get ready for LA class. Oh, oh. LA. <laughs> One of my favorites. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Legalization of cannabis today. So we're talking about other things you never thought you'd ever see in your life. For example. Never thought we would ever pay for air to fill our tires. Oh, yes. Apparently they donate that money to charity, I've heard. Oh, I, I hope so. I hope that's the case. But it does drive you crazy to put no a loony in for air. Yes. Another text. I never thought I'd see the day that Saturday morning cartoons no longer existed. Huh. Is that true? I don't know. Yeah, we don't watch them. You should know. <laughs> I don't I'm trying to limit Kennedy's screen time. <laughs> I, good luck. I, 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 you know, but when you talk about um, uh, television, I never thought I'd ever see the day that like you wouldn't be renting movies, right? Like, oh, like somebody did mention that Blockbuster would go away, for example. I think there's only one left in the world. How about never thought you'd ever see the day that you'd buy water? Like I always said, if my grandpa sheets and he passed away in '74, <laughs> if you, you know, if he saw how many bottles we take to the recycle that are bottled water, he'd mm-hmm. probably go, "How? It's Why? it's free. I don't get it. it doesn't make." <laughs> any sense. And how about you never thought you'd see the day when your vehicle would drive itself. The new Rogue that I've got from LA Nissan Mm -hmm. in Leduc, it's one of these uh, autonomous vehicles where you just, you put it in the lane and you set it and it'll drive all the way to Calgary and all you got to do is just keep your hand on the wheel and uh, the cruise, you know, you can stay in that one lane and you go all the way to Calgary without actually steering technically. So there you go. Cool and scary. Yeah, a little bit of both. And our buddy Ken called earlier in the show talking about he never thought he'd see the day when he said his daughter would grow up and now she's had four kids. Hmm. And that is something that all parents can relate to. And going into this song, it's perfect. It's Luke Bryan and Fast. Just ask Ken or Chris <laughs> at Kissing Country, 103.9. Those were the nights. There's the Hunter Brothers kissing in the morning with the Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Good morning. Uh, Matt DeBurs is away. Ah, what a day. Uh, 23 a little bit later on. Uh, we, we came in here. The high of the order win, no pun intended. Yes. Uh, what a comeback that was. And uh, uh, talked to Gord Banford this morning about his big show tomorrow night at Cook County Saloon, which is going to be amazing. It's and be good. we talked a lot about uh, legalization of cannabis. Uh, thank you very much for sharing your opinions. And they are varied. Uh, we'll leave it at that. And uh, uh, we had a pretty good discussion about it. I think the podcast after the broadcast will be available a little bit later on this morning uh, where you can uh, hear it and, of course, always uh, chime in. Because of the legalization of cannabis, we're talking about things you never thought you'd see got this text yes my my son moved to manitoba at 16 and now is 19 and lives with his grandma well i never thought i would see the day that my 74 year old mom was eating edibles instead of tylenol and allowing my son's girlfriend to sleep over in the same bed and laugh about them showering together (laughs) clearly she's eating too many edibles there you go (laughs) every 16 year old is gonna want to get grandma on the edibles after that story (laughs) all right derek you get the last word this morning on the whole uh uh, legalization. You know, I, like, I've never touched this stuff myself, but um, I work up in the north uh, as a service rate consultant. Right. I get a lot of guys up there who, you know, all the policies, depending on the company, you know, you're, you get fired or no, you don't get fired or yes, there's a drug test or no, there isn't. Right. My thing with it, and I always tell the guys is I go, look, I can't control what you do on your time off, but I, you know, I don't really care. Yep. As long as you don't bring it to work with you and it doesn't affect your work, I got no problem. You yeah. know, if you go home and, and do that, and I mean, we work some long hitches too, right? Like a lot of times I'm 55, 60 days up there. Wow. Jeez. Um, you know, if, if they go and do that, you know, on the way back to the hotel in the evening and they show up for work and they're early and they're ready to go and whatever, I can't really stop them. I mean, some of my best, most reliable guys, that's what they do. Right. And, Meanwhile, I have guys that'll 
chest clean all day, all night, all week long. They're they're the most useless. Yeah, no, no. I've ever had. You can't fix stupid. <laughs> no, sure, no. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.